This is your number one. Why do you think this quote now woman the drive? Why do you think it is an unspoken rule? Another perspective is that I feel it comes from the place of lack of patience. <laughs> it's just the societal way that people are already busy women to be like already. There are many times that women drive way, way better than men. I want us to separate this superiority thing that you're talking about. Men are always in the hate to bypass rules, while women will always want to follow rules. If you're learning how to drive, you're expected to get your learner's permit, which will cover you for a period of three months. Flick Play is the latest feature on the Flickro app. We thought that, okay, users should be able to score points when they use a particular service or a particular feature. Most of the times, when I see them to these vehicles, they use very strong groups. You're listening to only the best automotive podcast in Nigeria. Hello, good evening, everyone. Uh, it's another beautiful Friday evening. Thank God it's Friday. And today we will be having uh, the Flickle podcast, as we will do. Uh, this is we will talk about everything that has to do with uh, the automotive industry, cars and for car lovers. And basically, you know, to help each other be more abreast with things that are happening and uh, how we can best maintain our cars, our vehicles, and uh yes everything in between all right my name is joshua ike mercury i will be the host uh, for today's program uh so today we will be talking about uh car maintenances in these uh in this subsidy less economy all right yes uh, we all know the situation of nigeria and how uh the subsidy has somewhat uh been an issue you know um dating back uh, say to the past two three months uh we have experienced a bit of um an economic downturn uh in, in this country all right so uh, i use this medium to welcome everyone to this uh podcast everyone to this twitter space uh thank you so so very much for uh joining today i have um uh, someone we have a guest that would do justice to the topic and uh, he is uh, the ceo and co-founder of uh kiss kis fix if i got that right kis fix yes automotive uh, service um i'm sorry if i'm sorry I, I hope i got that right uh he is his name is um isaiah Samuel. uh thank you for joining us Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Yes. Did um, I get that right? Okay, it is keys fix. Keys. Oh, okay. So yeah. Keys fix. No, it's no problem. So um, um, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, so we'll be going straight into it um yeah so today as i mentioned before the topic we're talking about is um car maintenances car maintenance in this uh subsidy oh, can you hear me? yeah i can yes, hear you yes yes sorry i so, paul came in so subsidy less economy so um yeah okay so i was okay i was doing something 
Yes, I said uh, the topic today is comment in Africa and in life economy. And I would, uh, from that, I would like to ask, um, we all know, you know, the situation of Nigeria and how the economy has somewhat affected us in one way or the other. For those that have cars and for those that don't have cars. Uh, but that will lead me to the first question I want to ask. Okay. Now, with this um, full subsidies, you know, um, and how the full subsidies being phased out in our economy how do you think um, car owners will need to adjust their approach to car maintenance uh, okay um they would need they would need to adjust drastically to it because um of a truth uh it is not going to be easy with um managing how to um drive and then the cost of fuel and then the traffic and everything they would have to adjust to many many methods like standard methods of driving safely that wouldn't allow um, you consume much fuel well it's in two ways number one it's um the car owner knowing what to do and number two the technicians that repair cars actually doing the right thing to getting the cars in a, a, a standard working operation to actually function and not the car um, consuming lots of fuel in this time. Okay, yeah. thank you very much. Uh, I, I would I would think to say that um the way we we as Nigerians actually react to it is somewhat different from um, other countries. Now I said that is because um, the situation that we are in this country, yeah. the, the situation that we are in this country, and this is that we are facing, is, is someone going to affect everyone, and in particular, in particular, and those who actually maybe have cars, everyone basically, everyone just, no matter who you are, you're going to be moving up and down, you're going to be commuting. And the, 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 the roads mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and all of the other things. Now, in a particular economy, the way four thousand reasons and the way we are hearing it now and the way uh, it is it is um posed on the news is the same um situation of things as it is shown is that it is likely to improve the game and uh and uh, this is it is this is because of basically the people we arrested and all that i don't want to go straight into that but what i want to ask is how can car owners optimize driving habits to better improve soil efficiency this one that right now the soil price is about um, um the other day i heard that it was it was running to 800 and that it's crazy because a lot of people i mean the majority of people have not had salary increases but all of all these things have increased you know, so how do you think, as a person, do you think that, how do you think car owners can actually um, optimize their driving habits to improve more efficiency and also reduce the cost that they spend on fuel? Well, um, okay, so it is, it is, it is, um, it is simple, it's actually simple that they, they, they should now understand that the car is functioning way that um when when you're driving when you're driving a car now when you're on the steering and you're driving there 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 are two 
meters on the dashboard. Now we have that of the speedometer, you have that of the RPM. Now the RPM is revolution per minute of the engine itself, that is the crankshaft, how many tons it goes per minute. Now, if you are not revving it too high, that it is, that is revving it that it goes across 2,000 RPM. In that in that position, in that 2,000 RPM, it is that is the optimum optimum um, RPM that the car would run without consuming a lot of fuel. Now, if you check um, new latest cars like um, probably the 2019 2017 let me just put it that way um to it as you see that they have this echo echo sign on the dashboard and when you're driving if you rev above 2000 the echo light goes up what does this echo light mean it means the fuel fuel economy now once once that light goes off it means that the car is not running at the point where it should economize for once you are running underneath 2000 or 2000 rpm steadily you would see that light is always on so even on cars that and that don't have this sign this echo sign you can still run on 2000 rpm or below and then you will still meet up with the speed because definitely on constant um, acceleration the speed of the car would increase because the transmission is also changing since it's an automatic transmission or a manual transmission there's a way it will change and then you can still run since the gears are changing your speed will increase but then you should not accelerate too much that it then passes the 3000 or 2000 rpm where it then the car stops um the car stops um economizing for that's one then um another driving practice is once you find yourself in hold up that that would take take long time to move leaving your car on idle would consume a lot of fuel so it's expected that you turn off and then you start then move when when the cars are moving and other things like loading your car too much load and and then the tire the tire also coming in at least once they're over over inflated they they would they would um cause the car to drag and also since since the car has its required um psi for each tires since it has that um recommended if you don't follow it you would actually cause the car a lot of struggle in moving because the tires also play a lot of role in car mobility and then it can reduce it can reduce the speed of the car because it is not at its right psi and um Following other just following other things and those those for now those are like the basic um, practice that car owners should employ to actually stay and um, and um, use to actually stay off uh, um, fuel consumption and all. Thank you very much. All right, thank you very much. Uh, you mentioned something about um, the RPM yes. and how it is very, um, it is really determining factor of how um, you speed and uh, it is very relative to each and every car. Now, um, the last, on the last podcast, we had someone, we had um, 
in the extensively about uh, the dynamics of the BMW. Now, um, stating in particular how um, the BMW is a big relative because it's more expensive, you take care of it in a particular way, and it needs a lot of learning. Now, noting this RPM that you mentioned and uh, um, just opposing it with the BMW, what do you think? For those that have a BMW car now, for car owners who use the BMW, what do you think are specific practices that they can do to actually optimize uh, for efficiency? Uh, for for BMWs, they are they have it. Yeah, they have um. I think they have a larger engine displacement. That is, um, the the top dead center and. There's there's a there's a portion of the car that they calculate the top the engine rather that they calculate the displacement of the engine. Now for BMWs, those those engines are always quite larger, and you will not find it that you will not find it that it is um. Now this this RPM um um point I'm giving is it it would apply to them yes it would apply to them but their engines are quite on a larger side compared to every other car that um, is around. But then driving practice is would it would it would definitely um it would definitely affect that is um help that um BM help the BMW drivers to actually reduce the fuel consumption on their engine. However, those engines are quite big due to um, their engine types and their displacement um, um, peculiarities, character. So you might not find it that uh, they don't consume for they will always consume for Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, so that, that will lead me to the personal point. I want us to bring you home now to the topic of discourse today. We're talking about the car maintenance in a subsidy-less economy. Now, as as car maintenance costs increases, obviously because of the price hike of things and um, and due to the subsidy, the absence of the subsidy. Now, what are some cost-effective measures that car owners themselves can take to prolong their vehicle lifespan? What, what effective measures that they can take, you know, to help their vehicle? You know, so they are not always going back to the mechanic or, or always having vehicle breakdown. So, what are those effective measures that you can take to prolong the vehicle lifespan? Okay, first of all, first of all, um, we are we are in Nigeria, and um, most of most of us are always penny wise and pounds clever. Let me not use the other word for then. Um, then we in this part of the world, we always want to want shortcuts to everything and it has cost us a lot of damages now for car repairs it's always expected that you go all out for the best to get your car in good condition so that you don't because the the in car maintenance you actually enjoy the maintenance of a car in the long run where you find it that um you 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 have a there, there are a lot of things that can be bypassed in cars there, there are a lot quite a number but then if you try to get somebody that is qualified a technician that is well qualified and that also 
you can also monitor that oh this shouldn't be this way i want it this way it would it would help in a long run because the cost the cost we are talking about is the cost of repairing in a long run now the damages that this bypass i'm talking about first of all would cost would not be it would not be surging they will always it would always accumulate and accumulate and accumulate and then gives you the worst type of issues later on now for for um effective measures to actually um undergo first of all you get for engines and um engine oil because that is like the first for me that's like the most important part where your engine is well lubricated with a very good and um, well-graded engine oil with the recommended psi for that engine and um, api for that engine you have to actually use that in order for the engine to actually last long enough to for the engine to last long enough you actually need very good um engine oil to keep you running now there's engine oils that you use and then you can use for a year and you're driving the car and then there are engine oils that you when you because they're not the graded oil for that engine you actually actually changing them every three three months now if you find yourself in any of the categories where you have to you have to um use your car for a year before you service or use the car for three months you should just stick to it now when um but then it's expected since we are trying to cut down costs it's expected that you use the best and also you use the car well that the best oil lasts enough the amount of the length of time that it is supposed to last before you change it now you using the best yes my for a long time if, if you are going to get a oil a very good oil um is a particular amount and then you're using it for six months yes you know that yes you are using your oil for six months and then you're not you don't have to and then you'll be rest assured that the car is fine lubrication wise now um also we you a car owner should always and should try as much as possible to to know about their cars like have a have a knowledge about it like car working principle and operations with that you would you would always reduce your the cost of whatsoever it is that you are going to um be spending on the car incessantly now for um for example a quick one an example of myself i i was in lagos when my friend in abuja who called me that guy his car had issues and um it's not getting out of park and everything i'm like okay chill um first of all you check take me to where because you had to do a video call then he took me to where the gear was and then i had to see that the pn switch was okay and when he saw it he was like okay he called his mechanic the mechanic came around and then he just explained to the mechanic that see check this place check this place because he already had a foreknowledge of what was the problem the mechanic couldn't charge him the way he would have charged him because he was a novice so if you are knowledgeable enough about how your cars work and how we operate you would cut down the necessary amount of cost that you spend on the cars thank you you're listening to only the best automotive podcast in nigeria all right thank you very much so you said there are you said there are um 
different the best always for the particular cars what in your own um in your own words what do you, are the best oils for some different kind of cars for example messages what do you think is the best oil to use you know and then some other cars that you have you have probably worked on in the past what do you think are the best oils or specifically what do you think are the best oils for all of them or individually you know as a case maybe for every car there are specified oils to be used engine oils to be used on them this is manufacturer specified oil which um if bypassed or if compromised um the engine suffers for it and then in the long run the customers or the car owners also suffer for it that is why it's important that the recommendation and the recommendations are always on in your bonnet in the road where you find it where um either on the oil cover where you turn in the oil or on the um on the vendor close to the vendor in front where, where you have the bonnet hook you can you would see it there for for bmw for mercedes-benz you find it and then for mercedes-benz you it's always mobile one 5w30 most times and for other cars they'll be still specify what grade of oil to use now when we now go to use mineral oils which are cheaper now the mineral oils are of viscosity of 0 20 w50 which are quite thick in texture you now find it that once you go use those oils you find it that the engine starts to accumulate um lot of sludge and then it wears off the pistons and followed by you having to ring the engine or start this engine starts wearing out loss of power and then it compounds like that like that because the right oil was not used in the first place and also there are, there is there's something i want to talk about that that once you have started using a particular oil that is not recommended for the car if you are changing back to the recommended oil it would not meet any any effect it would not the effect of you using the recommended oil at the latter stage would not have any effect on the car it will still it would even get worse because the engine tends to adapt to oils that are being used on it so it has already adapted to one with the thicker viscosity and then you are bringing the lighter one because most of the engines oil engine oil that are recommended are quite light they are synthetic and quite light though they are very effective but then they seem lighter than the normal one not than the mostly cheap ones which are not meant to be used in the cars and so if you if you now start using the recommended ones at the latter stage you will not find any results so um i think that would answer the question about oil types and recommended um, specified oil for engine. All right, thank you, um, Sami. That was quite insightful. Um, okay, so you know this subsidy, right? That has been uh, removed by the government. There's a high chance that is going to like affect the automobile market, right? So, what impact do you foresee on this subsidy imp- um, impacting the automobile market? uh first of all uh i would say uh it's it's quite i feel i can feel it already first off most people don't use their cars anymore and most people that have five to three to five cars in their compound are sticking to one now and so 
um there would be drastic use of cars which would affect um sales of cars car repairs and other things but uh the the market the market would would adapt because i want to also say that it would adapt because in the long run um we tend to adapt to the system and the policies that the governments are bringing up uh, i'm not trying to be political here but i want to say that in the long run we we'll tend to enjoy from it and also there would be other um complementary policies that would enable us adjust to this present situation as well but for the automobile market it is going to be a struggle in the beginning but i'm sure that at the tail end would of course because at that point would have most car owners would have adapted to the fact that this they have to actually stick to good car practice how to go out and where to go out and how to drive well that would save the engine from getting bad or save the um save the car from getting damaged incessantly and also with learning all this um all these um methods now when things get better it would be easier for them to adapt and then leave their or their car have a better lifespan in the long run so uh, i see i see i see it's paying back at at the tail end all right thank you very much um so this will not lead me to ask now we've been talking about car maintenance and car maintenance sense um i, I want us to gear a bit towards new car owners all right so people that just recently just they, they want to get a car they want to purchase a new car uh, maybe they are first time car owners or they just want to buy a new car now what would you advise now putting in mind um you're a professional in this automotive industry now what advice would you give a car owner a new car owner to make informed decisions about purchasing and maintaining their vehicle in this Okay, I I I chipped in something earlier about cars and then um, what they are designed for. Um, first of all, for new car owners, you should please stay away from luxurious cars, cars with um, a lot of luxury. Just stay away from Benz for now. Stay away from BMW for now. Stay away from big trucks and um yes there are good cars you can there are multiple cars but then um you should always also factor in the economy into whatsoever you are getting so uh for now that prices of fuel high and everything you should go for cars with um less fuel economy and yes you 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 find that even latest cars that i'm not selling any brand but then latest cars toyota with a lesser um displacement um engine displacement of 1.8 and all you could it would it would consume less fuel that you could um manage in this period and time so it is um it is it is expected and expedient that when you are getting a car you look out for cars that won't cost too much in repair now in getting getting a car you also factor in the parts factor how much are the parts for this car spare parts for this car how much would it cost to, to repair this car how much did it cost for a diagnostic guy to check this car 
and all of that so it is easier for uh, anybody to actually work on any car that wouldn't give them issues and then he, he you factor in that oh this car is popular everybody will know how to repair it easily repairable so you will not spend much in that um in that in getting that car and also maintaining that car other than that if you, you want to go for luxury if you you want to go for oh this is my taste and you have what it takes to maintain it at that point no problem but then for those that want to be economical in this present time you should actually not go for cars that would cut down or cut into um your budget thank you very much all right thank you very much for that um so for anyone that has any question uh, for our guests um please drop the questions in the comment section i'll be reading them very shortly so if you have any any questions please drop it in the comment section i'll be reading them out very shortly or, or we could bring you up for you to ask your question uh, but you could drop it down in the comment section so i will read it briefly okay so i would like to ask this question knowing fully well that things have increased all right um, i'm still i'm still at i'm still talking about car, um, new car owners all right some people do not want to buy so for example i want to buy a new car now um i obviously do not want to there's some cars you mentioned now that do not buy this do not buy this so i would definitely stay away from those cars but for example, I want to buy like a Tokumbo, all right, like a fairly used or a resale car. Now I understand that value. Now, what, what do you think are the impacts on uh, the value of resale cars in this economy? You know, knowing fully well that things have increased. You know, so I, I had a friend like two years ago that got a car then for about 1.7. And right now that same car the exact same car is and she got it like that was fairly used yes fairly used at 1.7 and now it's the car is going towards 3m so how how do you think it has impacted on the value of resale cars for 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 the value of resale cars <laughs> The, the the thing the thing is that the thing is that for um I want to say that it has just opened our eyes to seeing that um, we 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 are living on a subsidized life all along. Now our, the cars now that we were gotten for a lesser amount then and now it's higher. It is I think it has to do with the inflation price and everything. The economy everywhere around the globe. They're actually faulty at this time so you won't blame them now the policies that were brought down that restricted um importation of cars and everything now made anybody trying to anybody selling car in nigeria currently would always have the price because they know that it is not easy to get in a car from or through the borders and all for and also for um, maintaining the cars at that value now we we need to also get in get to have a technician that is well 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 grounded now there are a lot of things that can make your car lose um lose value over time and to keeping that car in check that is keeping it on that same value spec that you got 
you need to be very vigilant to a lot of things and, and you know we all know that um in nigeria our maintenance culture is quite um next to nothing and it would always it would it would always give us um uh, a lesser value if you are not maintaining the car well did i get or uh, answer the question yes yes you did yeah thank you very much so i would be asking this as um a final question and after this we'll take any questions from um any of any of the audiences so yeah on a final piece on a final note as a piece of advice um with a focus on this uh sustainability and resourcefulness what innovative car maintenance solution and practices can car owners adopt to cope with this uh, challenging subsidiary economy. What new tips do you think that car owners can adopt to to uh, to cope in this subsidiary economy? Um, first of all, I would say uh, they should they should um, now now. Let me let me let me now let me let me let me do a rundown of some things. Most cars in Nigeria presently are running on um they're running their cars without a thermostat. Now you're in your career is thermostat would affect everything that has to do with fueling. The engine cooler temperature 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 sensor would not function, would not be regarded by the vehicle computer. So and all that we have said to maintaining cars and some of those things that were bypassed earlier are not corrected it will still not meet any effects so i would give this note of um advice that we should always try now now we should try to actually abide by the standard principles and working principles of automobiles worldwide now you find it that this same car that the mechanic will tell you that ah in um, America the the weather is cooler there than Nigeria. There are some times in America that the weather there is even hotter than most times in Nigeria. And then they don't bypass their engines. They don't do all these shortcuts to keep the fan running throughout when you're when the car is on and all. And so it it is um, it is expedient that when car owners are trying to actually economize and not spend too much they don't bypass standard when you bypass standard you affect the car in the long run then secondly you deal with issues immediately now most of us will just hear an issue oh i think i am i think i am i think i am reached that place May i'll feel you until next month and then when you compile it like that the after effect is actually crazier than what you have what would have been done when you first heard the issue and so um it is um it is also expected that it's also expected that um you cannot avoid um fixing cars you, it is it's unavoidable that you don't spend on your car but then if you follow good maintenance culture follow good um practice you would find it that you don't you would not have to spend too much on your cars if you're actually doing the right thing in maintaining your car 
Thank you very much. All right, thank you very much for that. Uh, so uh, let's let's go to the questions that have been dropped in the comment section. Uh, so this is from Odo Samson. He says, "What is the best OBD scanner I can get for the diagnosis of my car?" Okay, um, OBD scan tools are uh, uh, they are they are also in specifications. There are a lot of OBD scanners. There are a lot of companies that manufacture um, OBD scanners. Now, depending on what you want to use it for. Now, if you're a car owner and you just want to use it for DIY or just want to use it to check for what it is that is the problem of your, your listing. Now, it now depends on what you want to use it for. Now, you, if you find it, you can find it that you when you turn on your um, your engine on ignition, find that there are so many uh, symbols and um, warning lights on the dashboard. Now, um, for cars that, for you that want to do something or want to always also know know about all the lights on your dashboard, you need AIS cancel. For you that just want to know about the ABS and the check engine lights, and that's all. You can get a very good cancel for a lesser amount. Now, I would, I would advise that you go for cancels that their brands are not um to um you know you know there are cars that their brands are well known and there are some that their brands are not well known go for the ones that are not too well known because they still give you the same function that those that their brands are well known for at a lesser amount do you understand so uh, you can check up online and then you see um scan tools uh i would now there's this scan tool i don't know if i'm allowed to actually um um give brand names that you can go for but if if i am allowed if i'm, if I'm allowed you can check out um there's this scan tool called think car think car scan tool on any on nuka n-u-c-a-r so those councils are quite affordable um and lesser in um, um i'll do afford a lesser in price and also their the functions they do is also um it's also broad and white so you could find it in less lesser amount and broad broader function so that will do okay this is from peter pan okay he says so what do you do when your thermostat is making your car overheat what do you do when your thermostat is making your car overheat okay um for uh overheating issue is one issue that is um is complex in a way however it can be resolved easily now for uh not all thermostats get stuck not all thermostat get stuck but when when your thermostat is the because you have to actually check other issues before you now say it's the thermostat that is the issue you 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 replace the thermostats not removing the thermostat completely and then running your fan directly now there are a lot of factors that can affect your car to overheat number one is when you lose this pressure in the cooling system that is there's a leak in the cooling system Number two is a bad um, water pump 
Number three is the cooling fan. Number number four is a clogged radiator. And um, mm, yes, a clogged radiator. And I think that those four factors. And then number five is probably a leak in the in the engine block itself. So for these factors, if you check and all these factors are intact, then you can point. Okay, there's another one. The engine coolant temperature sensor. If that sensor is faulty, the car would not send signal to the fan. The vehicle computer will not send signal to the fan to actually cool the um, radiator, and then the engine tends to overheat. So, with these factors being checked and seeing that none are faulty, and then the, the thermostat can also be tested. You, there's a way to test the thermostat to know if it's either stuck open or stuck closed. So. You, you can put it in a boiling water and then boil it to a particular point where it will expand or contract. So once it doesn't contract to allow water flow, that means you know that yes, at a very high temperature, that means the thermostat is bad and then you can now replace the thermostat. And then there are other ways you can scan to actually know what it is. Because there are certain cars that will tell you, oh, the thermostat is stuck open, engine cooler temperature, faulty issues, so you know from there what it is that you're listening to only the best automotive podcaster Nigeria. Fluko is a company that deals with automobile. Um, we are a company that provides financial loans to car owners or for car repairs and all of us. Also, specific products in uh, in that we share that we give out as uh, our services. Uh, the Flickify. Uh, we have uh, the car repair loan, and then we have uh, Flick as always. All right, more details on that is on our website, flickwell.com, www.flickwell.com. Uh, you can follow us on all our social media platforms at Flickwell uh, on Instagram at Flickwell and on YouTube at Flickwell. On, on Twitter here, it says that car fixer. All right, till I come away again. Why do you think this quote, Nauma, the drive? Why do you think it is an unspoken rule? Another perspective is that I feel it comes from the place of lack of patience. <laughs> it's just the societal way that people have already reason women to be like already. There are many times that women drive way, way better than men. I want us to separate this superiority thing that you're talking about. Men are always in the haste to bypass rules, while women will always want to follow rules. If you're learning how to drive, you're expected to get your learner's permit, which will cover you for a period of three months. Flick Play is the latest feature on the Flickro app. We thought that, okay, users should be able to score points when they use a particular service or a particular feature. Most of the times, when I see them to these vehicles, they use very strong groups. You're listening to only the best. Automotive Podcast in Nigeria.